Hi guys, welcome to the WE podcast. Our guest today is Flamina. She is a University of Calgary alumni and someone I look up to. Uh, she's currently working at Canadian Pacific and she um, has majored in business as well, just like me. So I'm really excited to talk to her today. So Plumina, welcome to the podcast. Hi, well, thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate that. This is super cool. Yeah, so for those of um, the people, the audience who don't know you, could you tell them a bit more about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. So we'll just, I'll try to do a quick spiel here. So um, I've, I recently graduated from University of Calgary. I did, uh, I initially I did international business and then I switched more into general, a bit of context. So my parents are originally Bulgarian. I moved here when I was one. I've lived in New York, Montreal for 10 years, New York for six years, Montreal for 10, and then Calgary for nine now. So that's a bit of context. And then um, just in general, I've always like, I come from a family of like really hardworking people and everyone's always, uh, my mom's a really big inspiration for me. And um, yeah, no, I, uh, the mode has always been, if you want something, go get it and uh, just make it happen. Yeah. So you do speak a lot of languages, right? Yeah, I do. I speak five, four and a half, I'd say, uh, four fluently. And then I understand Russian. I can speak more on that. Okay. Yeah. So um, I, my, as I said, my parents are Bulgarian. So at home, it's always been a very big, um, kind of like a rule of thumb, like you always have to speak in Bulgarian. It's, uh, we're the only people in our entire family that have moved out. Um, Bulgaria used to be a communist country. So, um, that was a big struggle. So in order to like preserve our culture, speak, um, Bulgarian and then in Montreal um in Quebec the like main language is French it's the only province where you have to speak French and so I I did um I did all, all my school in French um there's actually a weird law that I learned that I did not know recently is that if your parents have not gone to an anglophone school you are not entitled to the right to go to an anglophone school in Quebec so that's why I had to go to a uh, French school it was that's kind of their way of assimilating the population which worked but it worked in my favor because later on um, we moved to Calgary and I was able to just I've always spoken English and French so then just like work on my English and then in French school we had to learn Spanish um, we actually had to choose Spanish or Italian, so I chose Spanish, and that was really cool because now every time I, I can understand lots and, and speak it fairly well. Yeah. yeah, we'll get back to the languages um later, but I almost yeah. forgot. You got married. Congratulations. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. That happened like two weeks ago, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was following you. How How is it like your married life? Oh, I don't think anything's changed. Honestly, it's it's the same same. I think as long as you have a good base and you focus on the fundamentals and you know your person, then you're you're pretty good. I think the biggest transition will be like when you have kids and that because right now we're both just focused on like our careers and working. So 
what works works and if it didn't work before just because you're married and you put that label and that doesn't mean they'll work after so yeah totally so back to the languages um they help you with um your career in any way um one very specific pinpointed way like just recently but otherwise not not too much uh maybe for background like my mom speaks seven languages so like languages have have always been a big thing in my family um so like currently right now in my current job I work as a project manager for um like for industrial development so any like projects that anything construction related real related that's what I do so the the way it's helped me specifically for me is that um Canadian Pacific's network is really, really big. Goes from coast to coast. Um side note, we just went through a merger, so now it goes like all the way to Mexico, but that's a different story. And um I'm responsible for the eastern part of Canada and no one else on my team speaks French. So that's really useful in that sense. So yeah. 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 So um tell me about your major. Why did you uh major in business? like what like what and for those of the people who don't know what they want to major in what kind of advice would you give them Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be real with you I had four check boxes on the thing on um the application and I feel like that was one of the things where we were not really guided and it was mainly I don't want to be a doctor I don't want to be a lawyer um, I've always been pretty entrepreneurial. I know, like, I've always tried to, like, do random things. So business it is. It wasn't really an intentional decision. And I think that's part of the journey of, like, figuring out what you want to do and failing forward, trying something. You see it doesn't work, trying something else. And, and yeah. And uh, why did, what piece of advice I would say in your younger years, like between like those high school years, between grade 10 and 12, like truly try to expose yourself to as many like extracurricular activities, like journalism, like whatever you can do, architecture, graphic design, any extracurricular activities. I know they seem like they take up a bunch of time, but it truly helps you shape your mindset like hey I don't like this at least that's one extra thing you know you don't like and that's something I think that oh personally I was missing so I just went and checked that box yeah that's kind of how I I chose business too I didn't know what else to do like I didn't yeah. I, knew I didn't want to do like be an engineer or a doctor or anything related to science or math so I was mm-hmm. like business that's that's business <laughs> Mm-hmm. yeah and do you think that university is actually worth it because like you know how you can literally google everything and anything and it's like university is expensive like did you pay for your university yourself everything every single penny of it by myself I um yeah that's a loaded question so I did pay for my university when I was um younger so I went to private school all my life and like everything was paid for me up till I was 18 and then at 18 my parents like we invested in your education before now it's up to you to figure it out so that was that was a whole different journey on its own but um sorry what was the other question yeah what is Is worth worth it yeah okay there's I've had a couple of different opinions on this but 
I think ultimately, unless it's like you're going to be an engineer, a doctor, something extremely specific and niche, you don't really need to go to university. However, big caveat on this, I would say that despite that, I don't regret it because it taught me a lot of skills. It teaches you how to learn. You learn how to learn. And I think that's a really important skill because even though some classes, the things I learned were not really relevant to my life, I think I just got that toolbox, that toolkit to like go out there and now and figure things out on my own. So I think that's super useful, like being very resourceful. Like if you don't know a question on an assignment, like trying to figure out, looking through the textbook, talking to people, networking, like all of that together, it teaches you how to learn. And now it just obviously there's so many things in my life I don't know how to do but like just like that go-getter attitude is something that you use every day yeah yeah of course um whether university is actually worth it or not is something like you know I think about all the time and mm -hmm. like every time I think about it, it it's just a different different opinion or different perspective that I get so I'm like still confused because uh, even me I pay mm -hmm. university by myself yeah I do take the student loan but then at the end I have to pay it back which is not not cheap at all so how how did you manage to pay for it oh I have actually a whole video on my channel but like this is such a loaded question I honestly like had no clue I feel like I was a bit sheltered in high school like I went my high school was 18 people like very small school um and all I had is that at the end of that high school at in the end of grade 12, they had some sort of scholarship, which was um, pretty much $6,000. And then from there, my parents didn't give me any money. That was like the school giving me money. And then they're like, figure it out. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> and then I literally just looked for jobs like every single day. And like, I've done so many different jobs. It's insane. Like I would... I just was like, I didn't even, also, I didn't understand. I didn't know we could take out loans. So I just thought that I had to make the money myself. Like, I didn't, like, that wasn't even a concept that crossed my mind. So um, I saw, like, a couple of restaurants, like, near close to where I live. So I was like, okay, let me start applying for that. Um, I applied to, like, countless places and, like, gotten fired and hired and, I did like hostessing, I did serving, um, so many sh like mismatches with places. Like I honestly just like countless jobs. I've like done jobs in Kijiji, like anything. And pretty much I would like save all my money the first probably two years. Pretty much I would work really hard and I'd work like uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday as much as I could. Um, and then I figured out there's the tip situation. So that would really accelerate it. So I was like, perfect. Let me learn how to serve and like, whatever I can do, I'll do it. And I did that. And then every semester at the end of the semester, I'd have maybe like a hundred dollars over. And that's, I just dumped that into my tuition thing. And I restarted every month. The only good thing is that I lived at home, so I didn't need to pay for that, but everything else, I just kept looking for jobs. <laughs> Wow, honestly, I can't really think about paying the entire tuition by myself. If there weren't loans, I would, I, 
I would have been working full time and I would still not be able to pay. Yeah, that's why I did serving because I figured the tips would really help. Mm -hmm. But initially I was doing hanging out. I remember I found this gig where I had to like hang out flyers like at different like those like flyers that no one reads like your door and you throw it in the recycling. Yeah, I, I did that <laughs> in my entire neighborhood. I would like just random gigs on Kijiji um, and I would pretty much just walk door to door and like get um, give my resume out and just be like yes please hire me hire me and I, finally I got hired at, as a hostess and I did that for a bit and then just it wasn't a match then I got fired and then I just kept doing that <laughs> until someone like kept me and then I found I think the first 18 months, I had to switch jobs every like two or three months. Like it was just like, you find a job, they they like you, they don't like you, and then you move on. And it's just, that was a lot. So, and I would take the bus everywhere. That was just like really slowing me down. <laughs> yes, I, I can feel that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, for me too, it's kind of the same situation. I first worked, worked at Tim Hortons for like one and a half month and then I was like mm -hmm. for me and then I worked at this um, multi-level marketing it's kind of like a pyramid scheme I yeah. selling those Cutco knives uh, I worked there for like about like two three months and I was like you know it's not worth it mm -hmm. and I moved on to this retail store job at Armani and I was like okay I kept that job for like around like 10 months or like almost a year mm -hmm. and so yeah it was like a lot of job switching to see which one fits and I, I did learn a lot of stuff working there yes, mm -hmm. it, it's all customer service and I well we are like in business so it really helps us did you mm -hmm. like what kind of skills did you learn from doing all those kind of jobs always being able to adapt on the fly I think that's a really important skill because things never go as planned so just like adapting and pivoting is so important like what a situation maybe between those like for example customers don't happy or something's bad and like you being able to put on that face and like fix their problem going from like being empathetic but also trying to fix their problem and that applying that to business for example like I've had this happen to me where someone in my team were doing a presentation for some class and like someone just at the 11th hour is not showing up and you having to learn their part on the fly <laughs> and like that just proves that you have to just adapt and and move forward you know so yeah that's yeah. a big skill yeah it didn't the presentation thing it didn't happen to me yet and I don't want it to happen <laughs> no yeah no. It's, it's cool it's fun I like I like really? it on the, fly. the adrenaline's just like it's always a good time yeah. well <laughs> at this point I'm kind of like in like a situation where I'm like you know like I failed so many times that I'm not even scared of like speaking in front of people about something I don't know but at the same time like I don't want to mess up you know it's kind of like I I can do it but at the same time I might make mistakes kind of thing mm -hmm. yeah so um what do you think is the best job for uni students for uni students as like starting out just in general yeah, it's like a part-time job kind of thing because from I, I feel like you know if you're working in a job like sometimes it can get really overwhelming that you can't really study well like it did affect me. yeah you can't study well like you can't balance both is that what yeah you yeah yeah, yeah. Like that. Hmm. okay let me think this through 
I don't think my situation was ideal, but I don't, I don't like retail. I don't think that's that great for all. I can speak on that later. Um, I think maybe, and I think internships are good here and there, but I'd say, I think my job was pretty good. Like bartending, serving was actually pretty good because you have that flexible schedule at night and you can still make your courses. You can even like jam pack your courses like in two or three days and then have the rest to work. Um, just be careful because then you just get it used to that and then you don't go to those networking events that you should probably go to. But um, actually, I think it was good. And also you get paid probably as much as probably someone working a minimum wage job like full time. Like you you with your tips, you can make like as much as someone that works 40 hours minimum wage. So in probably half the amount of time, because essentially what you need here is time. <laughs> you're you're trying to like condense things on both sides. So I think that'd be a good job. And then obviously like sprinkles on with like some internships throughout the summer. I think that that's good because it teaches you real life corporate experience and how to how to be in a real life setting. And then also make quick cash because that's truly what we need yeah of course what kind of internships did you do uh I didn't do any honestly which is oh, really? something I regret yeah no. I didn't do any and I was always looking I did apply like I did try to apply and then COVID hit and then I had to graduate and <laughs> it was kind of done <laughs> um so that's one thing I I would say I regret but then again I don't really regret much because I figured it out at the end of the day like that's the thing about pivoting and failing forward like you just have to work with the cards you have and figure it out so I wish I did maybe at least one internship I didn't but it worked out at the end yeah yeah, of course. And nowadays, there are so many internships which are remote, especially mm -hmm. uh, that, yeah, I'm actually doing something part time, which is like, I'm I'm actually really glad that I started it. I, I'm kind of like still in like, one and a half year of university. And I'm really glad that I got something like related to marketing internship, which is remote and mm -hmm. part time. And yeah, these are really good. That's, that's awesome. That's good to hear. Um, so currently pretty much you have your degree you don't have it paused right you no, just like, I don't do it at the same yeah that's one thing I was worried about because I didn't want to um like prolong my degree to be there five years I want to be in and out also like spring and summer I try to take courses so a degree of like an internship a survey job like it just gets too much also like don't know which one to prioritize so I try to just be in and out that was my my thing which is probably not the best thing I'm not saying that's the best thing but that's kind of when I was a little bit lost what I would do so yeah. yeah I'd like to use the spring course for courses too to be honest because sometimes in the fall or winter I like to take four courses instead of five and I still want to graduate on time so I would rather take one course in spring I 1000% agree and then I discovered like block weeks I think in second year and ever since I've been in love I <laughs> just take block weeks every time because I really like that it's just like you get in you do the thing you're focused and 
um, the material is fresh in your head. So when you take like the, you write that paper, you take that exam, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. What kind of courses did you take in the block week? It's been a while. So I'm three years post-grad, but I will do my best remember. So I know I did tourism, which was amazing. I think 310 or something, 308. It was like really good class, super interesting. And insightful, just about like the Calgary landscape and like what we have to offer. Something super cool that I learned about like the Calgary Board of Tourism and all of that and how Banff is so popular and how we get so many tourists, which I didn't know honestly that much. And then what else did I take? I took, I took, oh, the best class in the entire, like by far, like if you have to take a class out of any class, um, is that negotiations class, the mm. business negotiations. Have you taken that one? No, but it sounds really fun. It's with Leighton Wilkes. No. Oh my God, you have to. I think it's 395. Mm. I'll, I'll send it to you after, but like it's probably the best class ever because it truly like we were put in like real life scenarios and uh, we had to negotiate. We didn't know what the other person's priorities were. So we had to like, battle back and forth it was just really fun and um just the art of negotiation like I just something like something you need like that's a key skill you need in like yeah. your life. and I really love that class and then one more I'll try to I know I took I know I took one about something about entrepreneurship and technology which we had to create a new like brand and then it was very interesting. We had to do like the simulation. It was more of a like an MBA level course. It's pretty interesting. I just like that because also you're in a group setting and like you're just every time you're thrown into a different group and you have to deal with different personalities. And I'm really extroverted. So I love just talking to everyone and getting to know them and working with them. So those are probably the three classes that I can remember off the top of my head. Yeah, that, that I really like the negotiation class. I feel like, you know, sometimes I feel like the optional courses are mm -hmm. the most useful ones than the courses that you're supposed to take. I agree. And to be honest, like math was definitely not my forte, like, and like teach their own, but I just did not do well in math and like that's okay like that's something I'm pointing like you can't be good at everything like I failed math I think 249 because like first of all I took it in spring thinking that I was going to be able to absorb the material that not only was I going to be able to absorb it like quick but like on an accelerated version which I did not <laughs> did you did you have to take it again yeah yeah, yeah. I actually cool. Yeah, I actually took it in spring and I I passed. I, I just okay. like, you know, it's like I pass. I'm right there. Yeah. I, I didn't yeah. get anything good. I just passed. Yeah. yeah. And the worst yeah. part is um, my professor was an engineering uh, faculty professor. So mm -hmm. everything that he and he had his own paper like for the, the exams. So everything mm -hmm. that he was teaching us and whatever is in the exam is more related to the engineering people. And I'm a business student. It, it really made no sense to me how I'm ever going to use calculus in my life again. Mm -hmm. No, I, I agree. And yeah. my brain just did not comprehend that. And honestly like it's okay like I don't know like people 
like I used to be more hard on myself and I'm like no you gotta work with what you got like you don't, this is something you don't enjoy like try to do your best and like that's the thing like people where it would take them like probably an hour to solve to understand absorb them to me it would take me like two or three hours and like it's it's okay you have to spend that time and do your best and like I would be like filled with like disappointment like let's say I didn't pass and like I think same thing happened to me with accounting I didn't pass that first one either and like I know it's like shocking but it happens like you have to you have like I then I just spend more time and I pass the second time obviously it was more stressful but then again someone it, it takes me way less time to like write a paper or like like do a presentation like you'd think I would have rehearsed like for 10 times that I didn't mm. you know so yeah. yeah accounting was hard too and you did fail and usually people say that it's like you know in the transcripts and no one's gonna hire you do you think that's true like it's definitely oh my god true, but like I, I wanted to hear your perspective definitely not true I have yet for someone to ask me for um like my transcript like no one's asked me for it ever really? no also the, I think that's a big myth here like can we stop like I feel like when you're a student like all you care about is your GPA and like you're in this weird micro bubble and like once you get out of that like nobody cares it's actually insane I've volunteered try to show my degree no one cares I don't even know where it is like nothing zero like no one even like has even asked me once like oh like what what major did you do not nothing like oh you did a business degree they just barely they just know I went to school and I did something that that is the extent of which they care that's it really well well yeah. that's really surprising to hear and Canadian Pacific's a really big company and from like wh what I hear is usually that like you know if, in some like some jobs like you know let's say like if you're working in social media they don't mm -hmm. care your grades but if you're working like as like a business analyst or a project manager like they look at everything that you need to be best and well mm -hmm. I, I I don't know I I think okay so people also like in real life like they have their own problems like they're not gonna go around and like check your degree and check your transcript and literally no one cares like I don't know how to explain like I didn't not know that either but I I didn't realize the extent of which like they just know you went to school and you're a new grad and that's all that matters honestly they're just looking for like an eager person a go-getter that wants to understand and learn like they're not looking at your degree that much or anything like maybe for accounting specifically I can't speak speak on that like what courses you took maybe but I feel like we we as students like we put on our like put ourselves through like this huge pressure of like oh my god I got an A minus as opposed to an A or A plus and like I'd get B's I'd get C's like finance I got a C uh, math I oh, I failed that one I, I failed accounting like it happens and like I think at the end of it like it's who you know like like your network you need to build that that's like probably as important as your grades because I know we hone in so much on our grades so 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually glad you're actually talking about it, getting C's and B's and yes, because no one talks about it. And I, I, and I just feel like, you know, only the people who get A's and like really good GPAs and who are like amazing overall are the ones who get like amazing jobs. No, 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 please. Yeah. I, and I would like buy into that initially. Like, I'd be like, oh my God, like I suck. Like I, I'm horrible. Like I, not only am I barely passing whatever this course I'm like barely trying to make needs end and trying to like um like pay for my tuition and I I just didn't feel like I was succeeding at anything but you you kind of just have to work with that you it's okay like also I think even if I had more time like it's just like it just doesn't click in my head and I think that's really important to it's okay like it, it happens like as long like I tried I definitely like my GPA wasn't like a 2.5 or I think I think it was around 3.4 honestly and that is it I know it probably sounds horrible but I'm not gonna lie I'm not gonna like I'm just I'm about being real and transparent and what was your GPA again I think overall it was a 3.4 okay well yeah. that's actually good as they say like as long as you get 3.0 something yeah like I think at one point I was like 3.6 but like it happens with all of those and also I didn't know that there's um it only counts the last two years that you you're doing your uh your yeah yeah you know that right no I didn't know that no no yeah so you're let's say to go like right now I'm doing I'm gonna start my MBA and like the all that matters is the last 20 courses did you you, did you not know that no no I thought I had to do good from the beginning no no that's why I did the math courses first yeah okay that makes way more sense now I gotta take all the good the bad courses <laughs> yeah and that's exactly it and then so then it like worked out pretty well so mm-hmm. yeah then okay I have hopes now <laughs> there you go like see that's the thing and like always you always try to like I don't know like try to like find like ways to make it work like get creative that's what I would do yeah and like people you you know like especially the first years or like you know in the beginning they they put a lot of pressure on themselves because they just uh are coming from high school and then going to university and then everything is like so different like the the amount of studying that you need to do and everything and they just put so much pressure on themselves and this like if only I knew yeah yeah exactly I love that yeah so like how did you used to study like what are your study habits I was pretty bad initially at first because first of all I had never learned anything in English that was a thing where I was like what are you talking about I only I, I only went to school in French like we had three hours of English a day Oh, sorry, a week, a day, that would have been really good, <laughs> a week, and um, so first of all, getting over that, that big hurdle, it was not that big, it was just like, I would associate French for like work, like study, and English for like fun, so getting that translated was a bit weird for me at the beginning, but it was fine, I got used to it pretty quick, and how did I study? I would always have the best intentions. Like I would love, like I'd be like, I'm gonna set myself up. But okay, first things first. Um, I'd all I take a calendar, like a 
like a big ass calendar and I would just like write down all the assignments, anything that was due um, there. So then I can gauge what are the weeks or the days I need off from my serving job or like, so I know exactly where to study. I had a friend, she didn't even do that. She all had it in her head, which is absolutely wild to me. I needed to have it in my calendar to know. And then from there, always reverse engineer. I like work backwards. If something's due in, if something's due in a week, I would, I would start it like two weeks in advance. I'd always give myself double the time because I never had enough time. I would always be doing if I didn't give myself extra time I'd always be doing things at the 11th hour um so how I studied probably I was not a morning person not that time. now I'm better but I used to be really bad um 9 a.m classes no cannot do that because I was working till like two and like it's hard for like it's it's understandable but so try to do my classes between like 10 and three and then the Monday through Wednesday I didn't have a like I didn't work so just like go home and study in terms of studying I'd say probably active recall so don't so read something and put it away and then say it to yourself like Mm -hmm. explain I'm a big explainer I need to like talk it out um that really helped um math when in terms of math or stats which would take me forever so I'd always schedule like even more time for that um just like problems solving like get exposed to as many problems to do that and then um like practice questions too and like like get talk to as many people as possible and get them to give you practice questions old ones new ones so I would do that a lot and then what else and then just flashcards I would like do a lot of those and then using my time during transit because I didn't have a car I didn't have anything so I would probably like do flashcards and then another thing that was really cool is like I would record myself like your brain really likes to hear your own voice so if you're explaining something to yourself and then you listen to it like it's like you talking to yourself so that would really work as well so yeah yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna try that recording myself thing I think I've like I like to hear my voice (laughs) yeah there you go especially like even like your name like your brain just like knows like there's some things it likes to hear so yeah yeah Yeah, for sure and um how did you um get into Canadian Pacific um so if I that's kind of like a crazy story (laughs) um what can I say about that so fast forward to probably like third year and a half in which by the way time flew so quick and yeah it was going by super quick and I was trying to starting to apply for jobs and starting to panic because I didn't have a job and I didn't really know what I wanted to do not that I do now but um, <laughs> um, let me so and then I started applying for jobs I applied for a lot of jobs um, I kind of tr- mastered the cover letter thing where I pretty much would just like fill in the two sentences about the company I swapped those every time and their mission statement value proposition like all of that I was add that for each company which now with AI like I don't know how crazy that is but I haven't done that yet so apply for a lot of jobs probably didn't get much callbacks um I really enjoyed marketing and then I enjoyed real estate so it's like something along those lines and then at the end this is when COVID hit so we're pretty much in 
I'm going to graduate in probably September of 2020. And we are in like February at this point or January. And I don't know there's the COVID's going to hit. So I'm just doing my thing, applying for jobs. Nothing really happens, which by the way, this takes so long. Like applying for jobs is so time consuming and I was not used to that. And then I get a somehow an email from this company. I think it was like it was that tech company, that new startup, Neo Financial. Like, um, so I got an interview for that and then I got the job there. So which actually, there you go, French helped me over there too. I forgot about that because they were looking for a bilingual specialist or something. So that helped me right there because they had already filled up their um Right, like their anglophone pretty much 90% of people need to be anglophone they just need a handful of bilingual people and then I started um I started working there simultaneously fast forward to June I had a what did I have oh um my so my mom not gonna lie it's about, it's about who you know right so my mom worked at Canadian Pacific um as a side note and I think at that time like her team she heard that some other team was hiring. So she just gave my resume to the hiring director and nothing came out of that, like nothing. And then I think I, my resume was just on the pile and she's like, just interview this person. She didn't tell him like who I was or anything. So I think at the end he did that. This was July, June 18th. I remember this day because I had to wake up at 8 a.m. <laughs> that was hard. But um, he gave me two questions. I could like I remember this to this day, like describe the rail mark, the crude oil um or versus like the rail market within the rail market. And I had to like explain that. Then um what are, what are your thoughts on like the pipelines? And I had no clue, but going in there. I had like prepared so much like I had learned everything about Canadian Pacific like I knew their stock price I knew their values I knew anything that I could learn I I learned and I prepared myself for those two questions and um I did the interview there's four people in that interview it was pretty intimidating it was via zoom that was actually sorry via teams but and then nothing came out of that like I think he was pretty impressed by my my knowledge, which apparently people don't come as prepared, but I really wanted to make it work because I, I didn't get that many interviews. And then what happened after? This was like June 18th. I did not hear anything from this guy back. Also, this job was like not like an entry level. It was like one step above. And I was like, I knew I'm not going to get it. Going into it, I knew... I almost knew I wasn't going to get to it. But then I was still like, no, like, let me still do my best and give it my best shot. And whatever happens, happens. And like, that's something I've learned is like, you never know where things are going to go. And that, and like, you always try your best. You never know who you're going to meet. You never know who you're going to talk to. Always be kind. You never know who knows who. So that, that was June and then in November fast forward to November pretty much I have just graduated in September and I have I started working at Neil that was like two weeks in and this director me uh, messages my mom's like is this person that you know still looking for a job um and she's like yes even though I mean I was really and he goes 
um, I might have something for her. Um, we've already filled that other position, like the position I interviewed for, but um, like he didn't, because also now I understand hiring is such a thorough and frustrating process is even for employers like it takes too long it's a waste of time and energy so if you find a candidate that's that you saw that was prepared and good like he just put me in his other probably list of like to call back if he had something else come up and so he he calls me and he's like I have a job for you and so it's an entry-level job at the very bottom of my team, like something fairly basic, but it'll get you in the company and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, for sure. I thought I had to do like another interview, but yeah. Oh, you just got it. So then, yeah. And so then he's like, so he we did another interview, like kind of with just him, but I thought it was going to be an interview, but he just like explained to me what the job was. And I was like, does that mean I have it? Like, what does that mean? Because <laughs> like, he's like, everyone's like within their own world with their own problems. I think he just wanted a good person, like, um, like a recent grad. And he, at that point, he kind of just hired me, I think, in his head. He didn't tell me though. And then after I get another call and like a week later of like his because he's like the director and like I would have a manager and then I would be here. So he would um, pretty much he, he like the the guy that was going to manage me, he gives me a call. He's like, hey, can we do a quick chat? And I think, oh, my God, another interview, like a third one now. And um, I was like panic. I went back. I relearned all the things I learned from before because I didn't remember them. And it was during business hours, I had to like find a way. I went in like the closet of like in the room. I was like, I don't know where to go. I gotta go do this interview now. And he he just, apparently it was just a quick chat in his head. The, this other guy, he met me. Cause he's like, I don't know who this guy hired for me to work for me. And I was worried. And, um, but it was just a quick chat. And then I think I was hired and then they just sent me the package. It was it, it like I know Canadian Pacific sounds like it's a super great company but it was just like a very entry-level starting salary so it wasn't that crazy but I was so pumped so that is how I got hired I interviewed for one job and four months later he called me back for a completely different job yeah yeah I actually that that's actually really nice and wow but I actually kind of had a similar experience I mm -hmm. interviewed for this internship mm -hmm. um, I didn't get hired but then she kept me in her mind. And then a few months later, there's this other guy from a different company who emailed me. It's not in Calgary. I couldn't go. I didn't accept it. But then I was so happy. I was like, he wanted to hire me. He didn't even like ask me for like, you know, set up an interview or anything. But he was just giving me the details about this job and let me know if you could work. And I was like, wow. Okay. I, I thought I, I did really bad in that interview because I didn't get hired. But it, it was actually apparently good. Yeah. And th that's the thing, like always go to anything you can, like just if you're given an opportunity, do it, go introduce yourself, talk to the people like you never know how it's going to land and how in what twisted way it's going to work out. Mm -hmm. Did, were you in any clubs in the university? I was. I like I'm Bulgarian, right? So like I was in that Bulgarian club and then I was in the real estate club. This is like after the first two years because at first two years I, I'm sorry no one I feel like I had no instructions and like nothing mm -hmm. all I knew was just 
you have to pay for your tuition by yourself, Lamena. I don't know what, lo there's no loans. <laughs> I didn't even know about that. And um, so the first two years, I didn't do anything. The last two years, I did the real estate club. I went to like the Bulgarian thing, which was, which is good. And then I think I did, I went in like the international business club a couple of times, but that was it. It was just really hard to like trade time for money. So I was like, it's hard for me to give up shifts. So that's all I did. And I thought that was like, the best I could ever do so mm -hmm. yeah, yeah it, it does get hard to go to clubs when you're actually working and studying and going to classes yeah like something needs to fall and mm -hmm. like that's the thing uh but like in in general like if there's any like Haskane events like um like just set up like I don't know a meet and greet or whatever some something like short and sweet mm -hmm. I probably year three and four I would like I'm like oh holy moly I need to like start doing this so mm -hmm. this is like super cool that you're you're actually going or learning and trying to do things well in advance so mm -hmm. yeah I did go to a couple of networking events what did you like what kind of networking events did you go to and what kind of advice would you give like how how to network I went to a handful I would say uh, what kind mainly real estate related once I realized I like that and so pretty much the classes for the real estate were on the downtown campus which was literally two blocks from my house which I loved mm -hmm. um, and then somehow that group that same group would do like would do lunch and learns or uh, would do like small different like cascade events I don't I don't remember off the top of my head but would do some of those I think uh, advice I would have is try to befriend people that have similar interests and just like be very open be like oh look I'm going to this event want to come so like you have someone that you know but even though you don't know them very well it doesn't matter it's just like familiar face and then like get into that groove of like inviting each other oh I'm going to this um can you come oh look and then they're like oh I'm going to this do you want to join me just like things like that so um you're not always stuck at like actively looking for events because honestly like let's face it I don't have time to go around on the Haskane portal wherever like like I don't have time for that I just like try to make friends like a lot of things that I did were like on the go just like oh look this person was doing this let's join let's do that so that's that's an advice and then in terms of specifically networking when you're there I would say just like don't be afraid to ask questions and um just speak confidently and speak confident but also come from a place of like vulnerability like genuinely be interested in this and be interested in the person mm -hmm. um people love to talk about themselves like that's their favorite thing I learned from serving like just keep asking questions and people are like wow we mm -hmm. just had an amazing conversation like you're doing right now I'm doing <laughs> so yeah, I would say those two things. Um, even if you don't know something, ask the questions, maintain eye contact, don't try to be shy, just look nice. And But that's not all. Just like be interested in the person, I would say. And how did you make friends in university? Because I know you're not from Calgary, so I don't think you knew anyone before either. No. Yeah, I struggle with this even to this day. <laughs> I don't, that's like one of like, like networking and like you're saying like clubs that was probably on the lowest priority list on my on my list um because like the first thing was like I was thrown into this place and 
like my high school of 18 people, there's five people in my graduate, no, sorry, six people in my graduating class. So I didn't really have any friends and like they all went to different spots. And so it's pretty much just like left, like, like I remember a week of just walking in and just like, I did not know a single person and that's okay. I just learned, <laughs> like, I remember the guy that was standing next to me in the, like in the group, like day one, to this day, we are still really good friends. Like, um, how did I make friends? Just literally talk to people. Like, one trick I learned is, like, in class, I would sit next to a different person most of the time. Every time I'd be like, oh, look, oh, oh, look, do you understand this? Like, what is this? And, like, I was that annoying person asking questions. Like, what do you, oh, what about this? Oh, do you need, um, like, I, oh, also one thing that I learned that like even my fiance this is like this is insane. I never knew someone could be this annoying and yet this like genius. <laughs> I would be like, look, I got the answer to this. I would like, I'll be like, look, I did this right. Do you want do you want help? Or like you can use my my answers. People are like, why are you giving away your your own like hard work? And I'm like, no, because when I'm stuck. I will probably call you up and just like need help, but always provide value in advance. Like that's one thing I learned. Just like, don't be afraid to give away. Like, what are you, what are you losing? Like, that's one thing I never understood. Like why people are like always like hiding and like not trying, like just like give it away. People are like, if they can use it, they, they can like help themselves with it. That's even better. Like there's place for everyone to succeed like just because they're gonna do like if they do well on their exam how does that affect me that's just like good for them you know so yeah yeah, <laughs> like, yeah totally I, right yeah I would I would like in, unless it's like plagiarism it, co it comes under plagiarism I would definitely like help them out yeah I would like try to actively help people out mm -hmm. and so like sit next to different people try to befriend them and like then that would go to the next level where like maybe we would like like I said invite each other to different events sometimes um and then and then maybe we could actually become friends because if we don't know anyone at the event we might actually start talking to each other mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah, there you totally. go yeah and I actually then, made a lot of yeah. friends on the networking events too like I've only been to like two or three but I made like three friends who like you know I'm still in contact with Mm -hmm. yeah and they're not even in the same classes as me but I still know them oh yeah like that's the thing like I feel like it's it's funny now that you say these things that I'm like more outside of it I'm like yeah like you can make and like a random guy in engineering can be your friend a random person in like arts like it doesn't matter like I feel like we're very segregated and we try to like put ourselves in these like silos like oh I'm sorry I don't interact with like engineering because like I'm business no 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 like now I'm seeing this like we're all just people trying to like make it make it work right so yeah everyone is struggling making friends it's such a hard and like I was super like extroverted and like I honestly like that's one thing that I was like always missing I'm like how do I make friends like that was the million dollar question and um honestly I think it's like also like I would just go up to people I was got I've gotten really good like especially with serving because like you're interacting like with a million people all the time every day and I would not be shy like to like ask people anything anymore like and they should like be more reserved like after a while I'm like no I just like go up to people and like the art of talking about anything is like something I try to master like just like talk about 
this water bowl. Oh, where'd you get this water bowl? Oh my God, no way. Oh, you went there? Oh, I actually live there. And then you just like start talking. And then if you click, you click. But I feel like people don't want to initiate that first thing. And like, they're like, well, what do I say? It doesn't matter what you say. You can talk about like anything. You could talk about this frame, but like, it doesn't matter. And that's how, that's how I did. Like to this day, I have like my best friend, like she, I met her in like English class and on the test, I was like, how do you spell Frankenstein? I don't know how to spell it. And like, she was like, don't like, she's like, like this. And then like, we start talking <laughs> like random stuff, you know, like, yeah, yeah that is true. Yeah, we, we just overthink it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what's the final advice that you'd leave to the university students? Final. That's hard. Let me think. Mm -hmm. Words of advice. Um, I would say um, identify a couple of things, I would say. One, identify how... Um, like how the bare minimum how much time in terms of like how much time you need to study what is like the minimal your gpa can drop to like 3.5 3.7 whatever you want identify that and don't let that go secondly same with budgeting don't let go of like your finances like be on top of that like if you don't need to take out loans don't take them or be smart about it and like take loans and like invest that. That's something I didn't do, uh, even though I paid everything. So um, be like very smart about your grades, um, finances. And then aside from that, like make, try to like make friends, like engage, make that first step. Like literally all that happens is like someone can like not text you back. Like who cares? Like those three things like would be probably my best tips um and like don't stress out as much nothing is as big as a deal as you make it seem in your head mm -hmm. someone said no someone rejected you someone said yes this doesn't work out like it's okay it's not the end of the world I would always be like super stressed out all the time but yeah probably those three things focus on your grades identify the minimum like how many hours I need to study like have a schedule and stick to it. Don't make it to the dot, like give yourself time, budget, second thing, and engage as much with people. Say those are the three probably core pillars I would give. Yeah, perfect. Those are some really good advice. Thank you very much, Plamina. Yeah, yeah, awesome. What would you, um, what do you find at the end of this, um, like second year, I'd say? What, what would you give yourself like advice for your first year? I would say like don't study for like long hours because I, I remember in my especially my first term I used to study all the time I used to write down everything and like my entire well it was during COVID firstly so I didn't have anything else to do but at the same time I focused so much on studying I did good at the end but what I realized is I didn't have to do that much of hard work mm -hmm. and I, I wish I just kind of like you know like that kind of like made me feel like you know this whole university is gonna be like that and it kind of gave me some thoughts about dropping out of university oh and, really okay yeah I was like I didn't want to study all the time but then later I realized you know I don't have to study all the time I can just like I could schedule my 
month or week or like day like you know uh, like what are the priorities and I can only do that I don't have to like like you know especially in university like you know you don't have to study everything you you just need to know a little bit but like you don't have to like know everything there are some things which are important that you need to know the concept of so that's that's what I would advise myself Mm -hmm. yeah I agree with that yeah because then at the end you're like what's important you don't even know yeah (laughs) you're like learning every single little (laughs) detail and then you're like you have no life and yeah yeah totally yeah I I would have made more friends if I didn't focus (laughs) that much on studies Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah no that's it really I I didn't really go to parties maybe that's somewhere you can make friends I don't know I've like to this day I still haven't gone to like any parties I haven't haven't either (laughs) there are some sorority clubs which like one of my friend actually is part of a sorority so I'm like I don't know maybe it's not really my thing I looked into that I think at the end of year three where I was like maybe I want to make friends this way and it was I, you have to pay a membership fee of nine, $900 and I was like I need to pay for tuition <laughs> let's not do that no nah, so, I didn't know that but yeah I wouldn't pay $900 to make friends exactly that's the way I framed it up I'm like I'm not paying to make friends I can do this organically yeah. I can just figure it out <laughs> just go just go on some meetups and you'll make like you know at least one friend that's, that's mm-hmm. enough yeah yeah, yeah. Well, that's it for today. Thank you very much, Plaminan. I will talk to you again. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And yeah, we'll talk soon.